from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. Uh, without a doubt, according to our mothers. Darn tootin'. Yeah. We just uh, deafened everybody in the uh, in the chat. <laughs> Darn tootin'. Because apparently that is just a little high for... <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> we'll correct that in post. That doesn't help with your real ears. Yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, no. So this is episode 79 of the 80 Style Challenge. As we're getting closer and closer to the end here, I'm getting more and more nostalgic. Do you remember when we started? Yeah. Do you remember the very first beer that we did? The cream ale. Do you remember what was wrong with that brew day? The corn. Well, what about the corn? That we didn't order any flat corn. <laughs> we really set this thing off on a high note, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Like, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, shit. We ended up flying up to Pitchfork and being like, Mike, we need corn. And Actually, no, here. we called him. Yeah, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, just take whatever corn you need. He's like, just go in the back and get some. So we're digging through bags of stuff in the back. And just like, like corn. we can't find the corn. And so like we have every bartender out front, like back helping us. Yep. And like they're supposed to be serving customers like, no, we need corn. <laughs> and then we stayed and had a couple of pints. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we didn't want to be rude. Oh, sorry. We didn't want to be rude. No, no. Yeah. And we didn't want it. That would that would be absolutely rude. Uh, but yeah, no, what a, what a great, like, this has been a journey. It has been. Like, uh, yeah, you guys make sure you tune in next week for the sad, but fun conclusion to this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I believe we've, so let's, I, we've added a beer to the final episode, every episode. So I'm hoping we don't add another beer. Hopefully not. <laughs> Yeah, we keep adding beers. Like, like oh, we should have this. We one. should have this one and this one and this one. <laughs> Plus, I have two of the commercial example for the final episode too, because I found two, and I was like, "Well, I can't pass this up." Yikes! I didn't expect to find any, and I found two. <laughs> well, okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, crikey! Well, they're low ABV. It'll be fine, and they're I know, sour. But we're so s- we're still gonna be having an interesting time. Oh, it's gonna be a great time. All <laughs> right. So, uh, Rick, what have you been up to, beer related, man? Uh, not a buttload. Um, we we went into the cellar and looked we at some things in there. There's a lot of stuff in there, and we found like 14 beers in front of me. I got to figure out a. Situation yeah, I know. I was here. just having that same <laughs> issue. Like, where should I put all of these? And now I got to remember which ones which. Uh, do you have another uh, cup holder over there? Or yeah, something? I do. I got one right here. All right, thanks, man. Do you or, want this uh, one? Coaster. Yeah. Well, just I don't want to keep tapping on the table. Yeah. I now I need one. Oh, you uh, got one over there. Oh, what? oh, this one. This one's stone. It needs to get off the table. Oh, that's it right. It clanks. Uh, grab that one. This. Oh crap. Yeah, I know the KBS is in the way. Oh darn the KBS. Ugh. All right. Just Sorry guys, you're getting, you're getting a look behind KBS. the curtain here. Uh, 
And again, for those of you guys who've been with us for a long time, we really appreciate it. We do. Uh, I understand these last few episodes may have been a little tough because we're recording them back to back to back to back to back. Back to back. To back, um, back just kind of like just trying to get in so Rick can get the entire thing in. Uh, and those of you who are new, just I know it's been a lot of stale stuff going on lately. Like not, I mean the the content's still good, but. I don't know. It feels like we've been recording everything super quick, and maybe that's just me being insecure. But, I think it's just you. Oh, probably. But uh, yeah, no. There's some. There's some fresh shit coming down. So there is fresh shit. You know, Thomas, we are putting the beer in our bellies just slowly because we have to do one more episode. Okay. <laughs> Thomas just wants to see us crash and burn. He does. <laughs> He's like. He, he's sitting there with his beer being like, I don't have to do anything right now. Well, <laughs> Pound you guys those suckers. <laughs> Thomas just wants to see the last episode be us as puddles just going. <laughs> Remember all 80 of them that we did? Remember, that was weird. Remember number 17? No, me either. What was number 17? I have no idea. That's what I was saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So At this point, it's like trying to recall presidents' names. Who knows? Yeah, so beer-related for me, uh, not honestly, not much. Uh, well, let's see. Last week, I talked about pouring a an entire liter of or 750 of good bourbon into a barrel that I might never see again. <laughs> I'm still kind of living with that trauma. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's rough, dude. Like, I know. Have you ever been to the liquor store, bought a nice thing of bourbon, and then <laughs> and not drank, and then dumped it? it down the drain? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite an experience. It is really hard. It might help if you only liked bourbon barrel aged beers, but didn't like bourbon. Yeah, no, that, and that might, would be fine. That would, might, might help you but a I lot. I like both. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm on the same page. So, well, we I mean, like I did buy four more. roses, and I don't care for four roses, so that helped. There you go. So I bought a good bourbon that I didn't like. There you go. I like that one. Yeah, well, yeah, it was the one with the screw top, and it was $4 cheaper than the Buffalo Trace that I was going to buy, so. Uh, gotcha. Because usually I use Buffalo Trace, Yeah. and then I get really sad, because well, I love Buffalo sad. Trace. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, um, other than that, not not a whole lot beer wise. Uh, been having a hell of a time trying to balance my taps lately. Like it seems like everything's yeah. either coming out too quick, too slow, or what's going on. But yeah, stuff's going on. I think there. I just need longer tap lines. This uh, porter came out okay though. No, it came out pretty quick though. It came out all right. It wasn't like mostly foam. It well, yeah, you're right. Um, but I don't know. I feel like uh, I need to get some longer My tap bad. lines. About uh, like 10 foot would be about perfect. I think I'm running like six footers right now. Coil so those bad boys. Coil them up. Get some get some really nice long lines in there. There you go. We should do a tap balancing episode. Oh, yeah. That'd be good down the road. After the yeah. eight, like, so I've been trying to think of uh, episode ideas for after we're done with this. So if you guys have any like things that you want us to talk about. Please let me know. Uh, we're thinking about diving a little bit deeper into some brewing science and stuff like that, which I think will be fun. I think so. I'll but continue to listen to learn more stuff. Should we talk about uh, some previous beer tasting? I think we should. Ignore the Blondale that it says on there for some reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a few weeks ago. Uh, this week we are talking about English Porter. English. 
English porter. Yep. Uh, yeah. So this is this is our English porter. Um, English porter. Nice five percent beer. Sneeze. There we go. Uh, we're looking at uh, seven pounds of Maris Otter, two pounds of brown malt, uh, half a pound of Crystal sixty uh, UK or uh, Simpsons medium. Simpsons. If you're doing that, are uh, uh, half a pound of pale chocolate malt. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good idea, Thomas. Uh, sorry, he's talking about like he's he's like about like twenty seconds behind us. Yeah, I know. And he he delayed. said to swap out my faucets with adjustable flow faucets, like some Perlix. That's uh, a really good idea. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, back to the beer. Uh, so I believe the cur- commercial example that we tried with this one was the Fuller's London Porter. Yeah, it was. Um, and then we used an ounce of Foggle at 60, an ounce at 30, and fermented with London Ale yeast. Foggle. I actually just had a bottle of the London uh, Porter today. Did you? Yes, I did. It was actually quite delicious still. So that That's was great. Fascinating. Uh, this is style, what, 13C. So I'll look that up real quick. So overall impression here, we're looking for a moderate strength brown beer with a restrained roasty character and bitterness. May have a range of roasted flavors, generally without burnt qualities, and often has a chocolate caramel multi-profile. Wonderful. Aroma. Moderate to moderately low, bready, biscuity, and toasty malt aroma with a mild roastiness and may have a chocolate quality. May also show some non-roasted malt character in support. Caramelly, nutty, toffee-like, and or sweet. May have up to a moderate level of floral or earthy hops. Fruity esters moderate to none. Diacetyl, low to none. That's like Nutella on a biscuit. It is. Uh, so I think more accurately, that's like Biscoff. The airplane cookie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that like caramelized cookie. Yeah. I think that's Biscoff. At least it is to me. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yep, that's what that aroma there's a is. Little, there's a little bit of, like, English yeast character there, like that, that, like, nutty toffee stuff. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. It smells real good. It does smell real really good. Real delicious. I have a lot of little, little fellas in here. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, bottom of the keg. Yeah. First few pours, you know. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give the aroma a thumbs up. I think this is really good. I think so, too. I like it when we hit the style. The aroma smells spot on. Mm. Uh, Appearance is me. It appears. Light brown to dark brown in color, often with ruby highlights when held up to the patented beer white. Uh, Good clarity, (laughs) although may approach being opaque. Moderate off-white to light tan head with good to fair retention. Yeah, uh, so we poured this 16 minutes ago. Yep. 15 minutes ago. There's still a little bit of some head on there. I'd say yeah. ruby highlights. I got some ruby highlights yep. when I uh, showed. Definitely dark brown. Yeah. That's a dark brown. Tasty looking. I I haven't tasted Oops. I just tasted it. Damn it. I, said, I can't lie. I said it's tasty we're... looking. I know, but I literally just took a sip of it when you said that, and I was like, yeah, no. All right. Uh, you want to talk about some flavor? I'm going to give this a thumbs up on appearance. I, yeah, and the appearance is thumbs up. Flavor. 
Moderate bready, biscuity, toasty, and toasty malt flavor includes a mild to moderate roastiness, frequently with a chocolate character. Often a and often a significant caramel, nutty, and or toffee character. May have other secondary flavors such as coffee, licorice, biscuits, or toast in support. Should not have a significant burnt or harsh roast flavor, although small amounts may contribute a bitter chocolate complexity. Earthy or floral hot flavor, moderate to none, medium low to medium hot bitterness, will vary the balance from slightly malty to slightly bitter. Usually fairly well attenuated, although can be somewhat sweet. Diacetyl, moderately low to none, moderate to low fruity esters. So this beer is really interesting. So I get like a big like bready biscuit uh like caramel up front yep. and then uh it kind of rides out and it finishes with this this really cool like biscotti finish yeah it's it tastes like a biscoff cookie well it tastes like a biscotti yeah well, I, well so i i get i get like the biscotti like and i don't know if i've had enough biscoff cookies to those are based those off that. like pre uh no carbs okay that was like one of my favorite treats, and it tastes like a Biscoff cookie. Yeah, you know, like you get this really long, uh, like I, I don't know, like it's almost like a burnt caramel, like yeah. crackery back end. Yeah, that's, that's super good. That's that Biscoff flavor. It's it's like burnt caramel, like just borderline burnt, but not like it's almost carbon. like, but it's a little crackery too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get that too. I really like that. It's I like really that good. finish, and it stays with you. Like I gotta I w- say, I gotta say though, I'm not in love with the middle. It feels a little bit empty in the middle. Yeah, no. So we we start with like big, like biscuit, toffee, chocolate, yeah. then burnt caramel. Yeah, but like the middle kind of thins it, it's, out. It was, just it's, for a yeah, second. it's it's like you're jumping a gap. Yeah, it's like you're playing Mario, and you don't know how to play Mario, so you just run down the fucking hole. Are you looking at me? Yes, I'm looking at you and Carlos. You I, both did the same thing. I did like well for learning the controls. We'll argue about this later. <laughs> Never played it on a Wii U. The controls are the same. It doesn't feel the same at all. It's more ergonomic. I don't understand. Well, it is, but I'm used to holding it like this, like just clawed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, no, I don't know. I I really like how this tastes. Uh, the middle could use some work. Yeah, I think a little bit of supporting what, what, flavor. What do, in there. what do you think would help that? Like, if we were gonna redo this recipe, maybe drop the brown malt down. Oh, you know what I would do? I think I think I have it, but I want to hear what you have first. Well, I don't. What, what was our recipe again on yeah, the let me, grist? Let me let me send that over to you real quick here, but I'll I'll read it over again. Um, so it was ah, that was not Facebook. What are you doing? All right, so it was seven pounds of Maris Otter, two pounds of brown uh brown malt, half a pound of Crystal sixty, um, and then half a pound of there's oh no that is not Rick. There's Rick. There we go. All right. Uh, half, or half a pound of pale chocolate. Okay. Let me just pull it up what you sent me. So what, what I would do is, one, 
I think I would add just like maybe a flame out addition of hops. I think that might help bridge the gap a little bit, flavor yeah. wise. Yeah. Um, and then add some uh, like some more crystal malts in there, just yeah. to uh, kind of help round out the flavor a little bit. Um, like maybe some like crystal light, so like some crystal twenty, crystal thirty. Uh, wherever it is in there, just because I think that'll help round out that flavor just a little bit. What would you do? Um, God, it, this won't pull up. Like the recipe won't come up on my computer. I don't oh, know okay, that's fine. But uh, I don't know. Like it's hard to say without being able to look at it. Now nothing's working, so that's nice. Um. Yeah, nothing on my computer will come up anymore. I don't know, we'll make it work. Um, I don't know. Just like, I I guess I'll talk about what I'd like to see in there. Okay. Um, it's just like a little bit more like malt bridge, I guess, into... It just feels a little empty on flavor yeah. in the middle. So what like would you like to see... What, what kind of flavor would you like to see in there? Like some more of that crystal flavor or something different? Like some more biscuit? Yeah, I think a little bit. I think I'd like to see that biscuit flavor extend through. So maybe into, some Munich or some Victory. Yeah, like to, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Something like that. Like I'd like to see that biscuit flavor on the beginning extend through and kind of support into that like biscoff, like biscotti. So end, okay, see, so flavor. I'm I'm going like the sweet. Like I want to see more of the topping on the biscuit. Yeah, and you're just like no, I just want more of that breadiness. Like, I do. I think that would that would bridge that gap well. I think it yeah. would uh, support the flavor really well throughout, because it it's like big on the front end with a lot of that topping, and then just kind of goes. So so which uh, so if we wanted to keep the same ABV, what would you drop down? Would you drop down uh, like the amber, or would you drop down like the crystal? I think I'd cut down the amber. The amber. I think so. By like half a pound, a pound. Um, okay, I got it to pull up here. Um, yeah, I, I bet I'd cut it down by a pound. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm no expert, but I'd cut it down like a pound, and then put some of that. Like, Just a pound of victory in there. Yeah. Or a pound of Munich. Yeah. Well, Munich's gonna give you. I would say victory if you're just going for straight biscuit. Yeah. I would do yeah. victory. I think victory. I think that would even that out a lot. And make that flavor carry through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really good, actually. Damn it. Now I want that beer. Why don't we have that beer? <laughs> well, this one's still good. No, I'm it not. It just well, needs I mean, a little support in the middle now. I'm not mad about this beer because, I mean, this one's KBS right in front of me, so. Well, yeah. Um, honestly, though, I still think that this hits style. Oh, I do, too. I, I, I just think that Without there's, there's an improvement that we can make. Yep. So, it still gets that thumbs up, but maybe we're going to give it, like, a 45-degree thumbs up? Uh, no, I'm going <clears> to <throat> give it, uh, like, because 45 would be, like, here. Yeah, so you want to do, like, I'm gonna 75? Do like, I'm going to do, like, an 88. An 88 degrees? <laughs> yeah. It's mostly there. It's, like, it's there. I don't want this beer to change except to have that character. If, if I owned a brewery and I brewed this beer... I would serve it. I would too. Yeah. And that's like, because I've made beers where they hit style, but I would not serve them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. I'd serve um, this. Mouthfeel. Medium 
light to medium body, moderately low to moderately high carbonation, light to moderately creamy texture. It's got like a medium light body. I'd say medium light body with uh, medium carbonation. Yeah, it's medium. Um, with a light texture. Yeah, it has a yeah, it has a fairly light texture. We're we're pretty good on all that. All That's right. a green check. This whole beer is a green check. Green check. All right, he dropped the gavel. Yep. All right. So now on to the main story of the evening. The main star. The Scottish light. Scottish light. Oh, this is the uh, this is this is the Budweiser of Scotland. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so style fourteen A. Literally one commercial example. Could not find it. No, so the commercial example is uh, McEwen's seven or sixty. I could find McEwen's, but it was only the uh, the like the wee heavy version. Oh, and I'm like, that is not correct. <laughs> nope, you done fucked up there. So you couldn't find the sixty. I could I could not find the sixty. But oh, all right. Well. Uh, so overall impression: looking for a malt focused, generally caramely beer with perhaps a few esters and occasionally a butterscotch aftertaste. Which seems like a flaw. Hops only balance, uh, only to balance and support the malt. The malt character can range from dry to grainy uh, to rich, toasty and caramely, but is never roasty and especially never has a peat smoke character. I hate how they have to keep saying this, but God damn it, guys! If you've learned nothing else from Don't the last eighty peat weeks, in your beer, do not smoke your scotch ales. <laughs> it doesn't fucking belong there. Pete goes in scotch, not in scotch ales. Yeah. Like, they're from Scotland. Yeah. They're not scotch. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's important to point out (laughs) that it's not scotch ale because it has scotch in it. It's scotch ale because it's from From Scotland. Scotland. (laughs) Because it is scotch. Like, it's Scottish. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ah, Jesus. Uh, Traditionally the darkest of the Scottish ales, sometimes nearly black, but lacking any burnt, overtly roasty, roasted character. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The Scottish light is the darkest. (laughs) It is interesting. (laughs) Let's talk about aroma on this bad boy. Low to medium maltiness, often with flavors of toasted breadcrumbs, lady fingers, and English biscuits. (laughs) Low to medium caramel and low butterscotch is allowable. Light palm fruitiness is in or in best examples. May have low traditional English hop aroma, earthy floral, orange citrus, spicy, etc. Peat smoke is inappropriate. inappropriate. Oh man, that could have been our last inappropriate. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna Might cry. Been. Oh no, we got more. We got another one. Don't. Oh go. Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> In flavor. (laughs) Uh, Appearance. Pale copper to very dark brown. Clear. Low to moderate. Creamy off white. Head. Head, Gary. You wanted to put head there. (laughs) Damn it, Gary. God damn. Um, Like, I'm still mad at Gary for that goddamn English strong ale or whatever the (laughs) hell it was. Where he just couldn't make up his mind. It was just English. Yeah. It was pretty Englishy. Um, I'll start in on flavor, but I have good news because we have at least two more inappropriates. Well, okay, so. let's not fuck any of them up then. Yeah. 
Uh, entirely malt-focused, with flavors ranging from pale, bready malt with caramel overtones to rich, toasty malt with roasted accents, but never roasty, <clears throat> or a combination thereof. Fruity esters are not required, but add depth, yet are never high. Hot bitterness to balance the malt. No too low hot flavor is also allowed, and should of tr- should be of... I'll, Damn it, I'll Gary. I'll in there. Fuggle you. And should be of traditional English character. Earthy, floral, orange, citrus, spice, spicy, etc. Almost said spiky. Yeah, well, that was you, um, not Gary. Yeah, I know. I almost said spiky. Finish ranges from rich and malty to dry and grainy. A subtle butterscotch character is acceptable. However, burnt sugars are not. The malt hop balance tilts towards the malt. Pete's smoke is inappropriate. Man, I'm I'm liking this. It's been a while since we had some inappropriate. We have not been able to inappropriate a like, whole lot lately. I I almost forget how how banana heavy the first few episodes were. I know it was like, like the first twenty. We're like no banana, no banana, banana. and we haven't like it hasn't. Been we haven't had that all. in probably ten episodes at least. Yeah, I'm sad about it. Kinda. I wish we could know banana some more. Get out of here, right. bud. All right. Uh, mouthfeel. We're looking for uh, medium low to medium body. Low to moderate carbonation. Can be relatively rich and creamy to dry and grainy. Um, and I feel like because it's been in every other category so far, I should throw this in here. Peat smoke is inappropriate. You shouldn't get that peat mouthfeel. <laughs> Keep that peat out of your mouth. <laughs> I think. You Sorry for any peats out there. We have a Pete, too. I know we have a Pete. And we should keep him out of our mouth. Well, yeah, we should. (laughs) His wife... uh, Never mind. (laughs) Uh, uh, Comments. Malt-focused ales that gain the vast majority of their character from specialty malts, never the process. Burning malt or wort suggests via... Or sugars via kettle caramelization is not traditional, nor is any blatantly butterscotch character. Most frequently a draft product. Smoke character is inappropriate. As any or as any found traditionally would have come from peat in the source of water. Scottish ales with smoke character should be entered as a classic style smoked beer. Scottish ales with smoke character should not be entered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they shouldn't be here. No, yeah, no, definitely not here. <laughs> and so, like, that that part's interesting because, like, uh, the way, like, like I mean, peat, it's, you know, it's like the peat moss or, where, or like, it's it's under the, like, it's, it's like the layer below, like, the topsoil. Yeah. Is where the peat is. And so, yeah, you know, it would filter all the stuff. So you'd get a little, like, peat character from, like, from the, from the water itself. But you're right. not going to. So, really, if you want to add peat character to your beer. Put a peat filter in your Brita. There you go. And then filter all, all eight gallons of your water through that. There you go. And then you get your peat character there. That's as much as you should have. I don't want to try that now. <laughs> Not going to lie. It seems really interesting. <laughs> Is that how you get the Scottish Highlands flavor? Maybe. That and some really hairy cows. Hairy cows. Uh, characteristic ingredients here. We're uh, originally using uh, used Scottish pale malts, grits, or flaked maize. 
and Brewer's Caramel for color. Later adopted to use additional ingredients such as amber and brown malts, crystal and wheat malts, and roasted grains or dark sugars for color, but not for the roasty flavor. Sugar adjuncts are traditional clean or slightly fruity yeast. I missed a period there. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, sugar adjuncts are traditional. Clean or slightly fruity yeast. Peat smoked malt, m- peat smoked malt is inauthentic and inappropriate. inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, we got like we got like four in this style. Dude, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I am too. Uh, style comparison. Similar character to Wee Heavy, but much smaller. It's a little egg guy. Similar in color to a dark mild, but a little weaker in strength. So let me hit up some vital statistics. I really have no idea what to uh, put in this beer. Well, you work on that. I'm going to go through vital statistics right quick. All right. IBUs 10 to 20. SRM 17 to 22. OG of 1030 to 1035. And a final gravity of 1010 to 1013. ABV should be 2.5 to 3.2. We're reaching way down. We're going way low. down there. 2.5. We're basically water now. Commercial that's examples McEwen's 60. Literally. And it. that's it. And I could only find the Wee Heavy, and I'm kind of bummed. Like, that's 8%. That's way too high. Yeah, that's seriously not it. What a bummer. Oh, well, this will oh, be a fun what? beer. This is another beer you can use Golden Promise for. There you go. Hell yeah. All right, so I got some of that. Uh, I'm thinking some Simpsons. Malt-focused ale. Scottish pale malt. Simpsons. Yep. Good call. I'm um, thinking some, some, uh, some Simpsons light and... Flaked maize. We're not using flaked maize. Well, it says you can. No, but that's incredibly new world. Says you can. They didn't have that shit traditionally. It says originally used Scottish pale malt, grits, or flaked maize. You're saying the Scots didn't start, like, flaked maize came from the Americas, did it not? I have no idea. Well, they probably didn't, maybe they didn't call it maize, I don't know. I thought corn came from the Americas. I don't think so. It says they originally used it. Did corn come from the New World? No, corn happened before the U.S., dude. How? Damn it, corn is all over the world. Yeah, it's fucking everywhere. I, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure, like, maize is just, like, the Native American word for it. Well, yeah, well, I hear maize, and I think corn. Well, that, yeah, but that's what it is. But it's just, like, our interpretation it's of it, maybe? better corn? Different corn? I'm not exactly sure, but I know, like, maize is... Is just corn. We need something to add darkness to it. Apparently, this needs to be black. Yeah. Why so, not, like, deep bittered black malt or something? That's actually a really good idea. See what I do? I'm thinking some uh, Kara or Carafa 3. Carafa 3. Sure. Or actually, no, just straight deep bittered black is probably good. They don't. Oh, there we go. Deep bittered black. I mean, it's Belgian, but it'll work. Yeah. Um, and then you want to do some flake maize in here? I think we should, it's especially since it's not just from America. Yeah, but... 
They used it. I'm doing it under duress. <laughs> Alright, what's what's my OG I'm shooting for? Your OG should be 1030 to 1035. 1030 to 1035? Yeah, are you way over that? Oh, we're getting rid of the flight corn. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> well, they put in here, like, originally used Scottish pale malt grits or flake maize, so it's probably, like, one of the three. Yeah, no, like whatever I they mean, had nearby. Like, what, what's my uh, SRM? 17 to 22. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, no, like this, <laughs> we're getting rid of the flake maze, because all that does is add pure sugar. <laughs> all right, uh, hops. Thinking just a fuggle seems really easy here. Fuggle seems right. Would that be appropriate what, for Scotland? What, uh, it's close enough. It's the same island. That'll work. Uh, what's my IBU range? IBU range. Uh, 10 to 20. So put like... We're gonna do half an ounce of fuggle. Four ounces in. Four ounces? Yeah, at 60 minutes. Four ounces at 60 minutes? Do you want to know what that's gonna give us? I do want to know what it was. 80. <laughs> It's gonna be way too bitter. We're gonna do half an ounce. Yeah, it's and that's gonna give us ten. Yeah, that'll work too. Whatever. Right. I mean, your method, mine, whatever. Fine. What? I mean, I don't. Sure. I mean, they're close enough. They're both pretty similar. Like they're the same. <laughs> and we use Scottish ale yeast from Y yeast. Obviously. All right. So uh, here's what I have. Yep. Five pounds of Golden Promise. Mm -hmm. One pound of Simpsons, Simpsons Light, and then 0.25 pounds of debittered black for an SRM of 18, nice. an OG of 1034. Nice. Uh, and then half an ounce of Fuggle at 60 minutes for 10 IBUs, giving us a whopping 3% ABV. Nice. I like it. It's on the upper end, man. I don't know. It's way up there. And I might have to put a warning on the bottle. We might have to. It might be an it's issue. a lot of alcohol. Why will it not let me? Now I'll just take a sip of this 12% KBS as we talk about that. Right? So it won't let me save the recipe on Brewtoad. Why? Because I'm not logged in. Damn it. Well, why don't you be logged in? Well, I am now, but I really hope it didn't get rid of my recipe. It did. What a Well, it was five pounds. Yeah, I know. We'll do it after the show. It okay. doesn't need to be done here. Because I, I remember what it is. I'm just mad about it now. All right. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios and become a patron today. If you're a patron, you get to access our delightful live chat uh, and hang out with all the cool people in there. Shout out to Tom. Uh, Shout out, Thomas. And, uh, yeah, you guys get to interact directly with the episodes, which is a lot of fun. Um, and make sure you check out our other shows, like The Department of Defense every, live every Sunday or The Legends of Lothos live every Monday. Uh, we also have Soundwave every Soundwave. other Thursday. And Tabletop Theater will be making a return after the summer. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, 
you have, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindersstudios. And you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash blindersstudios. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.